Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Welcome today to our Friday Supernatural podcast. We're so glad you're with us. Pastor Tim Karskatten here from Louisiana, blessing you today. We share a testimony today of a gentleman that was taken to heaven and was told what our prayers look like from a heavenly perspective. This is such an encouraging word. Listen in. All right. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Blessings to you. You've had another great week. I know you have because you serve the Lord God Almighty, which we are talking about each and every day we do these podcasts. I pray that's an encouragement to you, and you are an encouragement to us. We're so thankful you follow us. Well, today is February 10, 2023, a great day to be alive because the Lord is moving in the earth today. Well, we uh, love to do this on Fridays, our Supernatural Friday. We look for testimonies that will just encourage you and put hunger in you for the supernatural. I will say this, in my journey of the supernatural, is that the more I'm around it, the more I talk about it, the more I engage with people who are going after it, the more it tends to come in my life. And there's a hunger about in our hearts that, that creates this opportunity for this to happen. That's why the word says the hunger and thirst for righteousness, you'll be filled. And I think this desire is a hunger for truth, for righteousness, and the promises will be filled. Okay, listen to this testimony of this gentleman going to heaven and getting this perspective, and then we're going to pray for you at the end. All right, blessings. Listen in. I'm Robert Hodgkin, and I had a heavenly encounter that I think is really going to encourage you that even in your most challenging moments, your most discouraged moments, you're having way more impact for the kingdom of heaven than you've ever realized. You wouldn't look at me now and realize it, but I went through a 12-year health battle with mysterious and debilitating symptoms. I worked with doctors all over the world, and no one could figure out what was going on with me. No matter what, I got sicker and sicker, weaker and weaker. I'm about 6'3", 185 pounds, and I had withered away to well under 150 pounds. I was so weak most days, I didn't have the strength to stand up in a shower. I often could barely lift my head up off the pillow or the back of the couch. My eyes would burn with fever all day long, and no matter what I did, I would be weak and shaky, and as I said, I could eat thousands and thousands of calories a day, and I would wither away, getting weaker and sicker, weaker and sicker. And I'm a man of faith, so I was praying all along, declaring that I'm healed by Jesus' stripes, declaring that He is the Lord who heals, laying hold of that truth of healing that we have through our Messiah, Jesus. Yet no matter what I did, I got sicker and sicker, weaker and weaker. And several years into this battle, I'd hit a point where I was really discouraged. I was frustrated. I was afraid. 
and I cried out to God and I cried out and said, Lord, I feel like nothing's working. I feel like I've been sidelined by the enemy. And no matter what I do, no matter what I pray, no matter what I decree, it doesn't seem to be working. All of a sudden, the presence of the Lord manifested and he took me into a vision. And in this vision, I was coming home to heaven. Now I knew it was many, many years in the future after I had finished my course in heaven and I saw that at the end of my life, I, here in the earth, I was healthy and strong and whole as I stepped from this realm into the heavenly realms. And as Jesus was walking me into heaven, his arm was around me and he was telling me these wonderful things from his heart, but all of a sudden, all these people started coming up to me and saying, Robert, thank you for when you ministered healing to me. Robert, thank you for the healing miracle that you released to me, person after person after person. And I turned to the Lord and I said, Lord, you know me. I'm, I'm not really very good with names, but I'm good with faces. I don't recognize any of these people. When did I minister to them? When did I pray for them? And the Lord looked me in the eyes and he said, every time you declared, I am the Lord who heals, that word went forth and someone was touched. And he started to show me that no matter what our circumstances are, when we stand in faith and we declare the word, it always, always, always works. And it always goes forth and has impact. He let me know that one of my challenges was I'd gotten so focused on me and my expectation of how he would manifest my healing that I completely got my eyes off how powerfully he was using me in the earth. If you're contending for a healing miracle, if you're contending for a financial breakthrough, if you're contending for a prodigal, if you're contending for restoration in a marriage or a relationship, and it doesn't seem to be happening right away, that's not because you're not having impact, and it's definitely not because the word doesn't work. Every time you stand on truth, every time you choose to believe truth, every time you decree the word, it goes forth and someone is touched. In this encounter I was having with the Lord, he asked me a question. He said, what if the greatest call upon your life, what if, what if the call upon your life even greater than your call to be a prophetic voice to the nations, even your, greater than your call to preach and to work miracles, what if the greatest call upon your life is simply to declare, I am the Lord who heals. And standing in faith, no matter what the enemy throws against you, you standing in faith will release that out into the earth so that the next generation of preachers will walk in the greatest healing revival that's ever been seen. What if the greatest call upon your life is to help birth that by believing and declaring, I am the Lord who heals no matter what? I want to be honest with you, my response in that moment, so sick, so weak, so discouraged, even as God was encouraging me, my first question was, Lord, does that mean that I won't see the full manifestation of my healing? And immediately he spoke to me and he said, that's not what I said. It was very firm, but it was also filled with love. And when he said that with the firmness, it was like he was breaking off all that fear and discouragement off of me with the firmness of his declaration, but the fullness of his love. And in that moment, I fully understood what he was meaning, what he was communicating, what he was saying. He was letting me know that of course you'll receive everything that I've given you. But one of the challenges we face is sometimes we get so focused on what we want to see or expect to see that we miss how powerfully God is using us. 
One of the other things he showed me at this encounter was he showed me what our prayer life looks like from heaven's perspective. And I didn't know that's what it was at first because he showed me this huge ball, this like big globe, and it was made up of all these tiny dots or points. And they were all these different colors and they were all lighting up at different times all over this globe. And I said to the Lord, what is this? He said, that's your prayer life from heaven's perspective. I said, what do you mean? He said, every single one of those dots is a prayer that you will pray inside of your time in the earth. But from our perspective, where there's no time and space in heaven and the eternalness of the I am, I see it all at once. And he said, what, what happens is you get so focused on one prayer, praying one prayer, believing for one prayer, expecting a manifestation from one prayer, that you miss that I am working on all the prayers you'll ever pray all at once. And there's certain things you think are being delayed or held back that's actually in my timing bringing forth things that will be answers to other prayers you haven't even prayed yet. So one of the things I learned from this encounter was that we should always expect God, but we have to be careful not to expect our expectations of God more than we expect God because He's always using us. One of my biggest frustrations when I was so sick and so weak was I felt like I'd been sidelined by the enemy. I felt like I wasn't walking in my calling. I wasn't being effective in releasing the kingdom out into the earth. And the Lord broke that lie off of me by showing me that even at our most challenging moments, when we stand in faith and we decree the word, something great happens. Something of impact of the kingdom goes forth. So again, whether you're contending for a healing miracle, or you're contending for a prodigal to come home, or you're contending for a financial breakthrough, a restoration in a relationship, don't think for a minute, just because it's not happened, that the enemy is winning, or resisting, or keeping something from you. What's happening is you are contending for breakthrough, not only for yourself and your situation, but for others who won't even have the faith or the strength to fight for themselves. So one of the things the Lord showed me is at my weakest moment, He was using me to fight for others, to release healing miracles to others. And He's using you very similarly. You're having way more impact for the kingdom than you realize. And right now in this hour, the enemy is lying to us constantly lying to us, saying that we have no power, that we have no ability to shift and change all the wicked and unrighteous things that are going on in the earth. And I'm here to tell you, you have so much more power than you realize. Standing in faith is powerful. Declaring the word of God is powerful. And every time you choose to do that, especially when you're not seeing the immediate breakthrough. The substance of your faith is, is going forth. The substance of your faith is establishing heaven and the earth. The substance of your faith is winning battles for others who might not be able to fight those battles themselves. And here's what's exciting, the way the kingdom works, when you do that on behalf of God's plans and purposes, on behalf of the kingdom in the earth, on behalf of someone else who maybe can't fight that battle for themselves, you're sowing that, which means you're gonna reap. You are gonna reap victory. You're gonna reap the manifestation of your miracle, of your breakthrough. I'm living proof of it. I'm no longer uh, weak and sick and, and ravaged with fever and withered away to 147 pounds. I am back to being in strength and in health, traveling the world, preaching the gospel, delivering prophetic words to the nations. And what you're contending for, you're going to see as well. You're having so much more impact than you realize. What's going on is you've been blessed with a battle bigger than you expected. But what's going to come forth from that is spoils and fruit that you've never even imagined. I want to pray for you right now. 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I release to you his encouragement. Just as he spoke to Joshua, be bold, be courageous, be encouraged. I speak to you and say, be encouraged that you're having so much impact for the kingdom of God, way more than you realize. I break discouragement off of you. I break frustration off of you, despair off of you, fear off of you. And I declare that you are one of God's mightiest warriors in the earth. I honor you as one of his great and mighty valiant champions on behalf of the kingdom here in the earth. And I bless you to continue to have increased increasing impact for the kingdom. I bless you to have a sense of all that you're accomplishing for your God and his plans and purposes in the earth. And I declare that you will see your breakthrough and the manifestation of your miracle because that's who our God is and that's what our God does. In Jesus' name, I pray. That is an amazing testimony. I love the portion he said about when we declare that he's our healer, that it moves, it does something. I think because we measure in real time, we don't always understand what happens in spiritual time or in the time of the Lord because he's outside of time. And I love that testimony where he shared also about how God looks from the perspective of our prayers in the earth, the globe. I remember I had an encounter many years ago and the Lord took me above the earth and I could see the entire earth. I heard every prayer coming from earth and on this topic and people were complaining to God and say, Lord, nobody has it worse than me. And I watched God look around the globe and find somebody who had it worse. And the answer to their prayer was no. I'm not going to answer your prayer based on that because you're trying to logically you know, debate with God. And it says in Psalms 51 that according to your great greatness of your compassion, you blot out my transgressions. We have to remember there's godly compassion, and God does want to answer our prayers, but we have to tap into his compassion. Don't try to argue with God concerning your prayer life. Just share your heart. Share where you are. Share what you're going through. And then say, Lord, you are my healer. You're my deliverer. You're my provider. And recognize that when you say things like that, that agree with the word of God, there is movement. There's movement in the spirit, just like he talked about in that thing, that God in that story, because God hears our prayers and he moves upon them when especially they come from a broken and contrite spirit not from one that's trying to be like a lawyer and argue with God. Just share your heart with him where you're struggling. He, he wants to hear that type of prayer, but then also make those declarations, those decrees from his word. Okay, let me pray for you. Father, as this testimony came forward, what a powerful word. Thank you for speaking to this brother. And may it be a testimony to us that you desire, Lord, to use us to pray in the earth. Let us see that, Lord, that our prayers avail much. The righteous, fervent prayer accomplishes much, as your word says, in the earth. We will not forget what you have done, and we will declare your goodness in the earth and have an expectancy that you will answer and you will heal and you'll restore according to your word. In the name of Jesus, amen amen. Well, God bless you. Have a great weekend. We love you. Shabbat shalom. Well, thanks again for listening each and every day. Please share these podcasts with your friends. 
I think we want to grow this audience so that the prophetic word that God's given us can spread across the earth. We've been warning you, uh, we've been talking to you every day about the trip to Israel. Don't forget that. If you're interested in going on our trip, contact us at our church, Christian Center Shreveport. You can contact us at info at ChristianCenterShreveport.com. We'll be leaving in May and heading to Europe first, Poland and Amsterdam and then Israel. So check it out.